0: This is WeOn, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. The blast of grimness is not over, I'm afraid. We are now turning to India. A new report here shows that in 2020, India lost more people to suicide than to the Wuhan virus. Let me rephrase this. More Indians died of suicide than of the Wuhan virus in 2020. This is according to NCRB, National Crime Records Bureau of India. It says that in 2020, some 140,000 people died of the Wuhan virus in India. The same year, more than 150,000 people died of suicide. 150,000. That's the highest number of suicides in a decade in India. How did this happen? What prompted so many people to take their lives? The NCRB data... Points at family problems. It was apparently the major driver, the biggest driver for suicide in India in 2020. More than 51,000 people are said to have committed suicide because of family problems. Over 40,000 people took their lives because of illness. More than 9,000 because of drug abuse or alcohol addiction. Nearly 8,000 people took their lives because of marriage related issues. Nearly 7,000 because of love affairs. And more than 5,000 because of bankruptcy. India's daily wage workers made up the largest share of total suicides. More than 37,000 daily wage workers took their lives in 2020. They accounted for one-fourth of India's total suicides. The pandemic forced them out of jobs, exhausted their savings. So here's a thought. Can these deaths also be called Wuhan virus homicides? I'm not a fan of alternative facts, but we're talking about 37,000 daily wage workers who could have been alive had the virus from China not arrived in India and ruined their lives. So again, can these deaths be called Wuhan virus homicides? Give it a thought. Now, housewives make up for the second largest share of people who died from suicide. At least 22,000 Indian housewives killed themselves in 2020. More men killed themselves compared to women. Here's how the data looks when categorized based on occupation, 37,000 daily wage workers, 22,000 housewives, 17,000 self-employed people, more than 15,000 unemployed people, nearly 14,000 salaried persons, over 12,000 students. Let's not forget, 2020 was a year of uncertainty for students too. They were out of their classrooms. They were locked inside their homes, away from friends. Many in India did not have access to online learning. There was uncertainty over exams. In 2020, 31 children died by suicide every day in this country. 2020 saw several Indian celebrities also died by suicide. Even those watching us from outside India will recognize Sushant Singh Rajput. His death sparked a nationwide conversation on suicide and mental health. For a change, suicide become, became part of dinner table conversations in India. You may not know this. But many in Japan celebrate suicide, unlike in India, where suicides are stigmatized. I think both are extremes. Treating treating it with silence is not the option. At one point, suicide was also criminalized in India. It was only in 2017 that India decriminalized attempts to suicide. That's when India passed the Mental Health Care Act. Did it change anything? It did, but that change was not enough. If India is to address suicide, it must dig really deep. De-stigmatizing mental health is a good start. But India must also lift the taboo associated with, say, a broken marriage. Accept that it's okay to fall out of love. De-stigmatize divorce. Let its students breathe. Rethink its system of education and examination. Families have to become more inclusive, become open to difficult conversations about drug abuse or same-sex marriage. Till date, most Indians don't really talk about feeling suicidal. Those who do are clubbed as quote-unquote psychos. Parents don't want to admit that their child might be suicidal. I understand it's difficult, but this is a conversation you have to have. Families want to rule suicide as death by accident. Suicide survivors are judged. They're shamed. India can prevent suicide by talking about it. It's actually that simple. A Brown University research shows that engaging in suicide-related conversation can significantly reduce the risk of suicide. You see, these, these deaths can be prevented. And for that, we need political, social, and emotional will. Think about it.